Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Hey, what's going on? It's Loud and Local, and I am so pleased right now to talk with someone who uh, has been a musician here in the Northwest, so influential and so uh, just, I mean, he is just a name that I think of when I, when I w- first started growing up, uh, first started growing up, that sounds ridiculous. When I, when I was growing up and listening to like Marco Collins on one Oh seven, seven, the end, I would hear this guy's name all the time with the posies and, and his name, Ken Stringfellow. So uh, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Um, so when I was uh, growing up, of course, uh, mm-hmm. you, you know, I was, I, I'm from Bellingham yeah, and um, we didn't have a lot going on radio wise. And so KSW was pretty much my go-to um, for, for many years. So what were your first memories of it? Um, who's behind the door? Zebra. Okay. <laughs> um, lots of ACDC. Yeah. Um, yeah, just all, you know, Zeppelin, yep. um, you know, the, all that kind of good stuff. Right on man. And, uh, that must've been down around the time of, uh, Kathy Faulkner or, uh, Steve Slayton, Steve Slayton, for sure. I can't remember when Kathy started. Um, I always think of her more in like nineties, but yeah, that's uh, true. Yep. Um, so of course by that time, you know, we were dropping in on the station at that point. Um, yeah. yeah, this is probably, you know, I probably switched over from AM radio to FM probably when I switched over from elementary school to middle school. So we're mm-hmm. talking like 1979, 80. Um, <clears throat> so when I started listening to FM radio and so, yeah, so pretty much all through junior high and high school. And, and it, believe it or not, uh, KISW is actually celebrating its 50th anniversary this year. And, wow. uh, yeah, so it's, it's quite the, um, celebration all year long. Obviously mm-hmm. things had to kind of be pared down a little bit due to COVID restrictions. Yes. Um, but maybe the last half of the year we'll see, but, uh, so, so you remember visiting the station when it was on Aurora, I assume. Yeah, exactly. Nice. So, um, uh, where are you now? Uh, we're, we're kind of 800 fifth Avenue. So downtown it's, uh, sort of by the Columbia or, uh, are you guys inside it? Nordstrom's? No, we're <laughs> not the, inside Nordstrom's. Where a player used to be like KSW. Yeah, right. No, it's just, uh, it's kind of just an office building downtown. It's not yeah. as exciting per se, but it is state of the art and like really yeah. nice. But most people aren't even in the station these days. We're all working from home until, you know, things 
I mean, things are starting to open up, which is one of the reasons we're talking to you. See what I did there? Nice mm-hmm. little transition. Nice segue. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because you guys are going to be playing um, your first show back. And when I say you guys, I mean the posies. Yes. And from what I understand, you're going to be playing a solo, uh, solo slot as well on this show. Uh, no, that's just a way. Okay. Yeah. You probably got that from uh, song kick or whatever. Yeah. But that's the only way I can get posy shows to show up on my personal website so that people can see all the shows i'm doing as i have to put my name in the song kick metadata all right well we're going under the hood here folks this is a dark web stuff here i like it dude yes yes absolutely it's a little more friendly here there i am nice um so yes the uh so the posies and it's also going to be with the black tones awesome awesome Seattle band here at Saturday, July 17th at the wild Buffalo in Bellingham. Yes. And but <laughs> that show is totally sold out. Oh yeah. my God. Yes. So really? that's, that's done. Well, the only thing that's left is, uh, well, there's two things and both are worth talking about. Yeah. Uh, the night before at the wild Buffalo, um, we are actually doing a VIP dress rehearsal with a, an audience of 10, Cool. Um, and that, uh, there's one ticket left for that. And that, sh- that ticket also gets you into the show on the 17th with the black tones. Um, and so, yeah, that's the only ticket left. You have to go to the wild Buffalo, uh, net for that. But Sunday, the 18th of July, uh, the posies are playing the first, uh, date of zoo tunes at Woodland park zoo. That's amazing. Yeah. And that is with uh, Tres Leches. Yeah. And there are about 140 tickets left for that. Okay. Uh, org. Uh, you can see tickets for that. But yeah, I'd snap those up because those are going. It just seems so awesome that, that, I mean, there's so much anticipation for shows. I mean, I uh, also do a sh- the show Metal Shop on Saturdays. And oh, it's so like... You're doing Metal Shop now. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Man. Thank you. Um, and all these show announcements, I'm like, get these tickets fast because like, you know, I talked to the guy from El Corazon. He was like, yeah, we we really need much promotion for this. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, the, the Bellingham uh, show sold out in about, I mean, we sold almost all the tickets on day one. That's awesome. And then the last little handful, I mean, we sold it over three or four days. They sold out except for that one remaining VIP tickets yeah. to the two nights of Posey's uh, July 16, 17. So that one, we're, that's the one we're pushing. We're pushing that one ticket. We're putting all of our promotion power on the line for the one ticket, but also then the Woodland Park Zoo show. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's going to be amazing. So the Woodland Park Zoo show, of course, is outdoors. Yep. Um, which <clears throat> means a can be bigger and B, yep. you know, that, that might be a, you know, if, if people are like, kind of like, mm, I'm not sure I want to be inside yet. Cause I know a few people are like that. Mm-hmm. Well then the Woodland Park show is the perfect solution. And it's also all ages. Absolutely. And that's so, another advantage right yeah. there. I saw the go-go's there years ago and it was awesome to be there and just, you know, kids are dancing around and we got the beat and, yeah. uh, I'm assuming that's what it's going to be like, man. That's going to be great. And we, we and might not do that song, but yes, it'll be similar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but you know, I, I'm, I'm curious if, if the animals get a kick out of that, I'm sure, you know, they'd be bobbing along with it or, you know, that's a good question. We were, um, we were kitten sitting, uh, recently. And, uh, so we had these little, little itty bitty kittens. It was really cute. Um, Mm -hmm. and they are no, you know, we gave them back to the family when they were done with their vacation and they were kind enough to leave us all of the fleas, which was really cool of them. Um, but, uh, every time I like, you know, I, I have a studio upstairs in my house where we live and, uh, and, uh, I'm in my, my real studio right now when I'm talking to you, but yeah. 
at home, I have a studio and I come downstairs and listen to mixes, just mixes, nothing too raunchy here, uh, on the stereo in the, in the main living room mm -hmm. and not very loud. And man, those cats went flying. Like each time they saw me walking to the stereo, they should have figured yeah. it out. But each time I put a mix on, they went flying. So I don't know if every animal, I feel sorry for the bat exhibit. For oh, hopefully yeah, hopefully for sure. Insulated. Um, so I, I went to college up at Western and, um, yeah. uh, so I'm an alumni of WWU and, uh, I did radio at KUGS. I did a yeah. hardcore and a punk radio show on Saturday nights. Um, cool. so, uh, I am very familiar with Bellingham and this venue, the wild Buffalo is awesome. I had a, a roommate who was in a jam band and they play there all the time. Um, was there a reason, uh, for you specifically, um, that you wanted to have your first show back? at the wild Buffalo of all places. Well, uh, to be honest, uh, originally the zoo tunes show was going to be it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it didn't even occur to me that there would be indoor shows so quickly, but that, as we know, is happening in a lot of places. So, yeah. um, as we, uh, especially in, you know, Seattle, mm -hmm. King County and Washington state, um, in general, you know, we're like basically leading the country in vaccination rates. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, at some point we got to say, you got to give people something for all yep. the sacrifices we've made. Um, <clears throat> anyway, but we announced the, the Woodland Park show and, um, as it happens, the, uh, wild Buffalo is already, you know, considering their options, uh, what to do. And as it mm -hmm. happens, the owner, um, when, uh, without making a huge deal of it, uh, you know, it changed ownership not too long ago. And the, mm -hmm. the previous owner, as he, you know, transitioned it over to the new owner said that there's just one condition, uh, you got to put the posies in there as, as early as possible. Yeah. And so, uh, and put and it on the contract, yep. put it on the contract, but the yep. new owners are really a fan. So again, yeah. like, we're from Bellingham and it yeah. happens, we announced a show. So we were available cause you know, the, we live in three different countries on two different continents, mm -hmm. uh, at this point. Uh, and so, uh, it's not, we're not just a, uh, a local band in terms of where mm -hmm. we are every day Yeah, I'm frequently in Seattle, but not all the time. Uh, anyway, so when they saw it was possible, of course, like, you know, Bellingham and the posies, um, you know, we're like the second biggest option <laughs> yeah, uh, for Bellingham bands of all, you know, to, so it seems like a natural fit. And we, you know, we, we have played the wild Buffalo many times, mm -hmm. um, including our, you know, our last, uh, area appearance, um, was there, um, with the full band in 2018. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a natural fit. So the venue is, uh, having it uh, be a COVID, um, vaccine restriction show. So you need to have proof of your COVID vaccine. Um, this is, uh, aside from the Foo Fighters concert up in, uh, Madison square garden, this is the first I've heard of that, but it's kind of a, it's, it's a unique and interesting way to kind of, uh, weather the, the, uh, possible, you know, outbreaks or whatever. And, and yeah, uh, ease back into it. Put people exactly, exactly. Exactly. I will say that, uh, Springsteen, um, for his, uh, one man Broadway show that's announced, he's announced mm -hmm. that that will be a vaccine only, and if I recall, uh, I do believe that, um, I, I, this is a rumor. Okay. <laughs> it's totally a rumor, Yeah. but I had heard the scuttlebutt being that, uh, even the, um, the AstraZeneca, the, the, the typical vaccine given, for example, in Britain, et cetera, mm -hmm. uh, 
had some issues, I guess, uh, was, was, wouldn't be sufficient for entry. I'd heard that Google that, see if that's true, but, um, that's, that's one of the many weird rumors, but anyway, the Springsteen show is uh, proof of vaccine required. Um, I know that that's, you know, well, people who aren't happy about vaccines are not going to be happy about that. Um, but what can you do? I mean, I, I feel like we got to, we just have to ease into things for a mm-hmm. while, you know, and keep everybody's safety uh, in mind. And as you get, you know, I thought, well, I wonder if that will be a deterrent, um, you know, in Bellingham and, and it clearly wasn't because the yeah. show sold out rapidly. It sold out. Exactly. Um, and uh, I, I, I hate to say it, but we got to test these vaccines one, you know, sometime. So we got to well, test them there's out. There's that too. I mean, <laughs> let's see if they work. I mean, yeah. I, um, I had the uh, Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Mm-hmm. And as of yesterday, um, I was past the, uh, the, the window of where uh, it wouldn't be fully ramped up to full effectiveness, not fully integrated into my system, yeah. whatever. Uh, and I, uh, actually got my windows update through my brain this morning. So I oh, guess that's it's working perfectly. Excellent, man. Yeah. You can, you can run windows media player through all the songs in your head, which, uh, at, for uh window, what was it? Um, Microsoft Vista came pre-installed. Oh, there you with, go. Uh, I guess you're right. And love comes by the posies. Um, Absolutely. So I'm actually, you know, I'm going back to that one so I can reinstall my own music into my head so I can learn those songs in time for the show. Perfect. But, all kidding aside, um, I did a session yesterday um, uh, here at my studio, which is mm-hmm. in, in the Seattle area. And um, anybody who's interested in the Seattle area or anywhere, really, um, in uh, coming and working with me as a producer, engineer, and mixer, um, you can hit me up on Instagram at Ken Stringfellow. I'm booking sessions for October right now. Awesome. Um, but anyway, I had a, a session yesterday with, a, with an, a, an artist, uh, just one person, and he had been vaccinated quite a while ago. And mm-hmm. so we did the session with no masks. And uh, now we have to see if I am still alive when the shows happen. Hey, you know what? It's it, we did our part and now it's back to life. And I, 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 yeah, I feel nice. that way. I feel, you know, I mean, it's, 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 it's still weird because, you know, like um, we all got into certain habits or many mm-hmm. of us did. And um mm-hmm. You know, even that session yesterday where in theory, like it should be okay. Um, I mean, of course the vaccines, we know that they're not a hundred percent effective. Um, you know, they're, they're again and against all variants and blah, blah, blah. But I mean, the idea is that they slow everything down to the point where it's yeah. manageable, uh, or even negligible. Um, but anyway, as I was going through the session yesterday, every time I left the control room here to go out in the main room, I was, you know, passing my gel station and putting the yep. gel and I was like, well, actually wait a second in theory, like we're the only ones here. Yeah. We're the only one touching the, touching the door handles and everything's cleaned every day. So like, why? I mean, but you know, it's, we just got ingrained into certain habits. Yes. It's, it's going to be interesting to, to kind of, you know, put those habits down and just reintegrate back into life. So becoming the filthy slobs that we were in our previous uh, incarnation, just spit on each other and in each other's mouth. It'll be great. It'll be great. Well, As people may have noted over the years, a, a large component of my stage persona at its most, you know, punked out is a lot of onstage spitting. Um, and I don't know. I mean, first of all, just in general, like getting, you know, I've been doing online shows and they're super fun. Um, I've been doing them solo, you know, I have solo records out and do stuff as a solo artist all the time. Um, 
but uh, being on stage with a band, I have done even some live shows I should mention as well um, with uh, since COVID because there have been little windows uh, here yep. and there um, in Germany last year and Spain this year where wow. you could do a live show, uh, you know, fully restricted capacity and yep. seated masked, but we did them and they were really fun, but still a band show where we're going crazy on stage is a level of physicality that I have not experienced in like two years. So, uh, wow. <laughs> so, Hope your cardio's up. Dude, I'm, I, I'm worried. I'm just going to come apart like a cooked chicken, like in song two, you know, yeah. <laughs> just help <laughs> start running laps, dude. Yeah. Uh, there's a, uh, yeah. The best part is I work, you know, these long days in a recording studio seated in front of a computer. So, um, I have my, my wrists and fingers are really ready. Oh, there you, you go. Know? Yes. But, um, yeah, I've been doing some, I did a little hiking and there's a Good. little hiking trail near the studio, but I, I'm, I mean, all I'm saying is I'm doing keto right now. Yeah. Okay. So the whole COVID 25, which is not to be confused with COVID-19, there's the 25 pounds yes. that come yes. out of somewhere, uh, uh, goes away and never to return, never to return. Let's hope. Um, mm -hmm. so you were mentioning, um, that, uh, other members of your band have moved uh, away and are, um, you know, in other countries and whatnot, but you remain in Bellingham true to where you are from. What's kept you in <laughs> Bellingham, man. What's kept you, uh, well, why do you love Bellingham so much? Well, it's probably says that on my Facebook. Um, I do love Bellingham and my mom still lives in Bellingham. Um, and I, I, I visit there frequently, but I actually live in France. Oh, um, my bad. I, you know, because of course, you know, I, our band started in the Northwest and I have lots of equipment that I have mastered over the years, yeah. uh, that didn't come over to France with me. So I have a incredible studio where I'm speaking to you now and you can see, but the, the listeners cannot, yeah. um, uh, in Bothell actually. And, oh, cool. uh, it's a, you know, fully purpose built, uh, wonderful recording facility with a whole bunch of vintage gear and all my old guitars and grand piano and all the stuff. So again, yeah. for those sessions, but, uh, when I'm not, you know, like, so I come here when I have stuff to do and I book a bunch of sessions back to back and work, but then yeah. I go back to France, uh, where my wife and daughter live and where nominally we live. Uh, John's been living in Canada. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, we're kind of a steely Dan in a sense that, um, you know, there's two, shall we say founding members, principal members, songwriting members, mm -hmm. uh, et cetera. And we've, you know, had, uh, well, just a, a great variety of the best musicians in the world, uh, play with us, not just yeah. Baxter, but, um, so, you know, the band started with, uh, Mike Musburger on drums. Mm -hmm. Um, and well, actually the band started John and I, we made our first album as a duo and then found band members once it came out. And that album was made in Bellingham. Uh, even some of it at uh, Fairhaven College. Nice. But uh, anyway, Mike Musburger and uh, Arthur Roberts were our first rhythm section and so on and so forth. There's been a few changes over the years. So yeah. these shows, um, and we do play with, we played with Mike and uh, Dave Fox, who the rhythm section on our Frosting on the Beater album mm -hmm. from 93. Uh, that guy played in KSW. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we, we did that for our 30th anniversary tour three years ago. Uh -huh. um, but for the last couple records, we've been a trio um, sort of, you know, modernized our sound, um, in many ways. Um, yep. so John, myself, and then uh, drummer Frankie Siragusa, uh, who's from LA. So, you know, so there you got one Canadian, well, John's not Canadian, but I mean, one person in Canada, one person in France, uh, one person in California. Um, so the one thing that's cool actually is we have a new record that we just finished. Awesome. We, we did this record, the recording part of it, 
pre-COVID. So we actually were all together yeah. <laughs> to make the thing. We've done records where we send people files here and there and blah, blah, blah. But this record is made actually 90% of it in the studio here. Um, but yeah, so we, you know, we were a little bit spread out, but yeah, it, it says on Facebook that I'm from Bellingham because I needed to go through and find my Bellingham friends. And that's the easiest way to collate them is change your current city. But I, you know, I come back to see my mom yeah. uh, all the time and, uh, you know, I'll be spending the fourth with moms and, uh, stuff like that. So, um, I love Bellingham and I love Seattle too. Um, I mean, they're both, have undergone radical <laughs> change. Oh like, yeah. Every time I go away for three months, I mean, Seattle, I mean, it's a joke. I mean, like it's a cliche to say this, but like, uh, I went downtown the other day and they're building this new convention center because I guess mm -hmm. we need a new one for some reason. The other one was too conventional, I guess. Yeah. Um, they're Absolutely. building that thing like across the street from the Paramount roughly, like where that big giant bus station mm -hmm. hole in the ground used to be. And I was like, my God, you know, the thing looks like, like a ginormous Xerox machine, um, like just dropped into downtown and there's, it's not going to win any awards for the most beautiful convention center of all time. In my personal opinion, sorry, Seattle, but it'd be yes. perfect for a Xerox convention. It would, it would, um, copy that. But anyway, ah. um, you know, there's always some, uh, you know, steel and glass oddity poking out of the ground and, With and Bellingham, tons of hasn't new condos. Changed, Bellingham hasn't changed the same way except for everything that is there, like add two zeros to the price. Yes. I mean, it's insane. The house that I grew up in recently sold even not even that recently, a couple of years ago. Um, you know, we haven't lived there for many, many years, mm -hmm. um, but the house we lived in, in the eighties, which was an, you know, a nice house, you know, but nothing, nothing like a McMansion or anything like that, yeah. but it just sold for like $980,000 and that was two years ago. Almost so, a million dollars. Yeah. One million. Uh, but yeah, Bellingham Crazy. is like absorbing um, a lot of the real estate refugees uh, and, and, and also retirees, you know, mm -hmm. you know, people who, the kind of people in Seattle who retire at age 22, yep. um, you know, <laughs> Bellingham is absorbing a lot of those because it has so much, you know, natural beauty. It's a really yep. nice town. So please don't move there. Um, <laughs> I, we, we said the same thing about Seattle. Like, Hey, yeah. please stop moving here, but and it didn't stop. Didn't yeah. stop. Um, okay. So I don't want to take up too much, uh, uh, rest of your day or whatever, but I do have a couple questions oh, just yeah. for fun ones. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm curious. I've, I've always asked musicians, like what was the first album you ever purchased? But I, I want to switch it up a little bit. Oh, yeah. I have a great answer for that one, but I'm just okay. going to tell you the answer to that one, which sure. was uh, in 1979, the first album I bought with like by like skimping on lunch and using mm -hmm. my allowance and lunch money was uh, discovery by uh, ELO. Oh, nice. All right. Well, what about that one made you want to purchase it? You heard it on the radio or, uh, yeah. Um, so I heard, uh, you shine a little love, my love. Yep. I shine a little love, uh, and, um, don't bring me down, etc. I heard those on the radio. Remember like 79, I was still listening to AM radio. I was mm -hmm. listening to uh, K I N G AM, uh, which was like a top 40 yeah. format more or less. Uh, so I'd heard those a couple of those tunes and I was like, Oh wow, this is great. You know, it kind of, I was already, um, into the, you know, the Beatles, thanks to mm -hmm. my mom's Beatles records. And I was into the Bee Gees. Um, my, my parents had given me, um, the Saturday night fever soundtrack. Nice. So this kind of like ELO, the stuff I was hearing was kind of like the best of the Beatles and the Bee Gees mixed together. So mm -hmm. it was hitting me where I lived. 
Well, ELO first album. Um, my question was going to be, what was the first band t-shirt you ever purchased as a kid? Oh, that's easy um, too, because um, basically the first concert I ever went to with um, uh, really, uh, so aside from the fact that for some reason, reasons I've never figured out because my dad is not a rock music listener and I guarantee you he could not name a single song by the artist we went to see. But for some reason in 1978, my dad and a couple of his buddies took you know, themselves and me age, you know, nine or 10 to see Don McLean. Okay. Uh, which totally cool. I just don't know what my dad was doing there. My dad listens to Sinatra pretty much. Yeah. So fast forward uh, to when I'm living in Bellingham uh, and I was absolutely like into um, the who I was so into the who they're like my favorite band. Mm -hmm. um, and so in 1982, of course the who came to the kingdom with the clash. Uh, nice. more amazing. Cause I was also yeah. getting into that record too. Um, so, I just, you know, went back in those days, you went down to a ticket store, basically. Yeah. There's one in this kind of mall thing in, in Bellingham. And I was like, wait, you can just pay money and you can be in the same building as like a band that you like. Like that's just so easy. like that. How can that be possible? How can that be legal? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I remember I bought this ticket to see the who and um, my stepdad and my best friend Chip and uh, his dad, uh, we all went down uh, to Seattle and, and saw So, yeah, I bought a T-shirt. Absolutely. Nice, dude. All right. That first T. And you know what? That would probably go for like $300 on some vintage, like original worn by Ken Stringfellow. <laughs> yes. Well, perhaps. Well, I Sweat stains intact. I've got the, uh, you know, um, uh, Pat Benatar uh, nervous tour uh, T-shirt, uh, baseball style T-shirt. Because uh, nice. remember those days. That was all baseball style. All baseball style. Yeah. Yep. I like it. Um, okay, man. So uh, what kept you motivated during the pandemic? Uh, well, actually, to be honest, uh, I, things kind of transitioned or pivoted as we say in the tech biz, um, mm -hmm. rather quickly. Uh, I, I was on tour. It's kind of an amazing story, actually. Um, if you'll indulge me, may I tell yeah. an anecdote? Sure. And then I'll answer your question fully. This will actually course. just be a really long answer to your yeah. question. But anyway, I was on tour last year, mm -hmm. a solo tour, and I'd come to the States at the end of February um, and I had some travels coming up later in the year, uh, planned, uh, to some countries where you need, um, six months minimum validity on your passport. And my passport mm -hmm. was expiring in 2020. So I sent off my passport to get it renewed a little bit ahead of the game, but so I'd have mm -hmm. a brand spanking new passport with 10 years validity and all that would solve all those problems all at yeah. once, get it out of the way. Uh, cause I was planning on being in the States for about a month. So, uh, sent off the passport. Uh, I use a company in LA that does visa and passport services for, um, touring entertainment artists or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's a little more, there's a little more, uh, scrutiny and, and, and tracking and all that stuff than you would just taking it to the post office and, yeah. you know, waiting and praying. So, uh, anyway, so I sent my passport off to the company and I put like a medium rush on it because, you know, I didn't need to spend the money for the full rush and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So I'm going on tour and, uh, by, you know, middle of March, things are getting pretty weird. Um, yeah. but my passport isn't ready, so I can't really go back home. So I'm just like riding it out. Like, like, you know, basically the big kahuna wave has come up and I can't get off the board cause I'll be crushed. Yeah. So I'm yeah. just like, okay, I'm just going to ride this thing. Mm-hmm. 
March 11th, March, you know, people start, um, you know, not coming to the shows, even though they've bought tickets because either they've coughed and they're worried about getting other people sick or they're creeped out by being in a room full of other people. Yep. Uh, March 12th, March, you know, people are saying, well, this is the last show I might see ever. I don't know, blah, blah, blah. March 13th, <laughs> March 14th. It's coming up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So basically March 15th was the last show uh, that I played, you know, in the, before the, all the lockdowns. And that yep. was uh, in, at a church, uh, St. Andrew's Presbyterian in Houston. And, and they didn't even have a service that day. And the guy running the show had asked the elders, like, we got to let this show happen just yeah. the last thing I know we didn't have church today, just please. And they said, okay, that's fine. He's coming from out of town. you know, um, and I'd sold like almost a hundred tickets for this show, uh, which people very generously didn't request any refunds, but basically about 25 of those people showed up. Um, and it was an incredible show, very emotional, a beautiful space, big mm -hmm. Steinway piano. I played the church organ. Uh, it was heavy stuff. Well, my plan, I'd gotten the word that my passport was ready uh, from the company. They'd actually emailed me over the weekend and what do you want to do? And I was supposed to go to South by Southwest and that had been canceled and yep. my Moreland show had been canceled. So I was like, well, I guess I'll just go to Austin. And, and, you know, I had some friends who have a big enough house that I could have my own little apartment. And they're like, yep. you can stay there, no problem. Um, and, you know, just try and move my flight up out of Austin that I already had. Monday morning, the 16th, uh, I woke up in my hotel with a voice in my head from who or what I do not know saying, go now. It was seven in the morning. I was like, huh, what go now? What, wh where's the voice coming from? And I've just said, okay. So I wrote the email, the passport people saying, you know what, I'm going to come and get that passport in LA either hold on it in your office. Or if you have to close, um, messenger it over to my assistant in Burbank and she'll get it to me somehow, mm -hmm. but I'm coming to get it. Uh, looked up, uh, you know, Houston is a United Airlines hub. Uh, looked up United Airlines flights to LA. There's one leaving in 90 minutes. I had Let's exactly go. enough United miles because I'm mostly a Delta guy. Mm -hmm. Get that ticket. So it was five bucks to get on that plane. Oh, I nice. drove uh, like a bat out of HE double hockey sticks yep. to, uh, to the Houston airport, the right Houston airport, luckily. Uh, dropped my car, dropped my stuff, uh, flew to Houston with like four people on the plane, mm -hmm. uh, got off the plane. My assistant was already at LX. She like hands me the passports. Um, I go to the air France desk and like, you know, I'm like shaking. I'm like, yeah. I, I go cause they just announced uh, as I got to LA, uh, France announced we're shutting the borders tomorrow at noon. Nobody goes in or out. Uh, so I'm like sweating. I'm ever going to see my family again, blah, blah, blah. So I'll get to the air France counter and she's like, everything's cool. You're going to make it stand here, open the app. It's 200 bucks cheaper. I'll wait for you to get the ticket. You're going to be fine. You're going to make it this space. Just do your thing. I'm like, I can't even type, you know? Right. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I got on the flight and I flew out. I landed at 11 AM uh, trains had all shut down. My, uh, wife sh sent a, a, a private chauffeur to come pick me up and drove me to where we live. And I got there, you know, so it was intense. Wow. So that's my tale of, you know, just barely making it in. That's just the beginning. Indiana Jonesing all the way under those, you know, collapsing walls and the giant Jesus. stones rolling after you. Yeah. So that was that, that was the tough part. Um, that was getting home. Yeah. That was getting home. So then it was like, well, now what, you know, like all the shows, you know, down the foreseeable future we're canceling one mm -hmm. by one um and so i was like okay 
so I just put out a Facebook post, um, you know, a social media post on the various social media that I have. Um, and by the way, folks, media is already plural. You don't need to say social medias. (laughs) No need. Uh, anyway. Um, so, uh, I just put out a post that said, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm in at home with my home studio. I'm, you know, ready to work. Anybody want to do some stuff, uh, hire me. And lo and behold, um, I think for several reasons, number one, I think, uh, people had kind of a, you know, things to do before you die kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to make that record. I always wanted to make, um, things to do with my, uh, nervous energy, angst, fear, blah, blah, blah. Uh, things to, a lot of people have home recording stuff. So things I can do, you know, I can engage a professional while I'm, you know, stuck at home. I'm uh, still here. Sorry. My video, yeah. my camera, uh, battery died, but I'm still is, here. It's is all that good. like a uh, ACDC blow up your video? Exactly. You can uh, still hear me, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's keep going. Now, what if I'd said no, 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 <laughs> no, I can't hear you. Um, so, but it, so people had these uh, things to do before I die. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, um, uh, basically, uh, I got all this work. And so I just, I've actually worked nonstop and I have to say, I mean, and working from home is really, really nice. You know, I mixed yeah. records. I, um, worked as a, you know, I, I did stuff as a session player. Um, I even created whole records for people kind of on commission. Um, so there's a whole bunch of things out there that I, that I did during there. And, and then, yeah. so I've always done a little bit of music production and, and studio work around the touring, but with, uh, I have to say that with a year solid of doing this work. And as soon as I could travel again, like in September, I started coming back to Seattle and working from here as well at my studio here where I am now, um, my skill set just like increased like a million fold. Like I'm, you know, I, I just learned so much by having the opportunity to do records back to back. Um, that it's kind of unrecognizable from, you know, I was okay, yeah. um, before, but now I can actually say, Hey, I'm, these mixes are sounding pretty, pretty good. I mean, like you sharpened good. your skill set, dude, yeah. just from constantly having to do it. And so just, you know, being home with the family was great. And, mm-hmm. you know, they were really cool. Uh, a lot of people, um, had mentioned like their kids had like a lot of anxiety and I totally understand. Um, and I was, impressed by the fortitude of my daughter who uh, turned 16 during the lockdowns, she's yeah. 17. Um, she was cool as a cucumber. Nice. Um, and she's like, wait, I can sleep in. Okay. Well then my life is cool. Right. Basically. Uh, she didn't see, at least she didn't exhibit any anxiety. And when I talking to her, she seemed like, yeah, I'm, I'm cool. You know, everything's going to be okay. Blah, blah, blah. She's, she's pretty special that way. Uh, she's got a lot of strength. Um, and, you know, I also have to say that in terms of motivation, you know, we, ha- we do have a really nice house with a beautiful garden and nice property. Mm-hmm. And we're surrounded by, we live basically um, backed up to the, the back end of a convent uh, wow. that's got an enormous property. So we yeah. kind of, even though there's a wall between us, um, we kind of, I mean, we kind of benefit because all the oh, yeah. wildlife and all those birds and everything. So just the the, the show of nature kind of coming out of its shell as, you know, everything was so quiet was Mm -hmm. just, I mean, it was like the greatest show on earth. You know, we have owls and bats and hedgehogs and all the, you know, I mean, we still have that to some degree, but it was like on kind of steroids, uh, you know, during the lockdown because they just, they, they, they're kind of shy wildlife and 
there's no, there's less reasons to be shy. So that, that really kept me going too. And just watching, you know, winter turn into spring, turn into summer and all that beauty, uh, surrounded by people I love doing the thing I love. I mean, yeah. I know that people had like really awful times and people lost loved ones. And I, I, I'm not, um, aloof by, in, by any means to the suffering that people have gone through. And, you know, a lot of people lost their jobs and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. Um, I'm just very lucky. And, yeah. and I had, a, you know, um, a really kind of a, the softest COVID experience ever. Nobody in my family got sick. My parents yeah. were all fine. Uh, you know, I have a stepdad who's now 96. Um, he's fine. Um, that's great. So I kind of got super lucky and I'm very grateful to yeah. all the, 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 the stuff that people, you know, worked with me to, um, make that a smooth ride. And I worked hard for them. Yeah. Um, I also just started doing online shows yeah. um, actually with a, um, I tried a couple platforms and I don't have super great internet where I live in France. Um, and so they didn't technically work very well. And a company based here in Seattle, uh, reached out to me and they've been fantastic. The company's called connect club, uh, all one word and connect starts with a K. Okay. Um, it's a mix of people from, you know, Microsoft, heavy, heavy tech, uh, that kind of thing. And, uh, classical musicians awesome. started it and started as kind of an online, um, social media for events around Seattle, especially mm-hmm. classical music events. Um, so that's why I hadn't heard of it really. Cause that's not really mm-hmm. my world. Um, but they reached out to me and said, Hey, we're all set up with tech and everything ready to go. We've got e-commerce all worked out. And so I did, uh, an online show starting in July from France. And when that happened, I was in the results of that. I was like, Whoa, uh, this is cool. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know when this, uh, show is airing. When, when is this show of our interview airing? This is going to air next, uh, next week. Next week. Okay. So yes. the, the show I'm doing this week is, will have already happened by the time yeah. people do this. I'm still doing online shows, even as live music comes back and because they're really fun. Um, it's like, you know, doing your own TV show. Yeah. Um, I suspect, uh, by the time that, um, this interview airs, uh, people should go and check the posies Instagram, just the posies at Instagram. Yep. I have a sinking suspicion that we will have an online show, uh, for those of those folks who can't make it to the shows we're doing or don't feel comfortable yet going out. Uh, we have the perfect solution. We're going to be very likely doing a a live show from this very studio while we're all together in July. So go check that out and tell me if I've accurately predicted the future. That's awesome, dude. So, uh, I, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. My birthday is July 15th and it just so happens that thank you. It just so happens that I'm going to be going up to Bellingham to visit my old town around that weekend. So I'm going to have to try and get a bootleg ticket or like some kind of thing outside the venue. See well, if someone the can last me VIP in. ticket. Oh, there you go. Both shows. Exactly. Um, it's just one, dangling there. One final last ticket is available. You'll have to beat me to well, it was available June, blah, blah, blah. When we were talking. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, Saturday, July 17th at the wild Buffalo in Bellingham is sold out. There's one ticket, uh, on, on uh, June 24th, there's one ticket left for the VIP sound check. And then a Sunday, zoo tunes bring the whole family and it's an outdoor show at the mm-hmm. woodland park zoo for the posies and, and as we're talking there are about 140 tickets left to that we have a nice. we have a trace leches opening the yep. woodland park show 
the black tones, amazing opening the wild Buffalo show, the yeah. VIP ticket for the dress rehearsal on the 16th also gets you into the show on the 17th. I'm sorry if that's gone by the time you hear this, uh, but there should be some Seattle tickets left and hopefully an online show, uh, yeah. check the Posey's Instagram for all that info. Um, but we have also uh, a really cool surprise. Uh, all right. Definitely blow people's minds. Uh, if you're an indie rock fan, uh, and you're going to be at that Woodland Park show, you won't want to miss it. Let's just say that. All right. So you heard him, man, about 140, probably about a hundred tickets. Once you hear this, mm -hmm. if not less, give yourself a, a, a chance to go see something really fun. We've earned it. Mm -hmm. You know, we've all done the thing. We got to go outside and enjoy life again. Yeah. So, Oh, I should mention one more mm -hmm. thing. I don't know if it's going to be true by the time you hear this, but, um, you know, there's a block of, uh, ADA seating, mm. uh, in, for the Woodland park show. Yeah. And the last time I checked, uh, hope and if, if it's gone by now, sorry, but if, if you or someone that would be in your pod, uh, qualifies for ADA seating, there was a four pod that's in the front row. Oh. There's a front row four pod uh, if you are uh, if you qualify for ADA seating for the Woodland Park show and that just it, somebody's got to snag that. Keep that in mind, man. That's yeah. great, dude. Thank you so much, man. I feel like I've talked to you for a, a while now, and I've just uh, it's it's been awesome to to chat with you. Um, like I said, uh, iconic and, and I can say that because I'm not him, but I will say iconic in the Northwest music scene, Ken string fellow of the posies. Uh, we look forward to, um, both the online things, uh, whether they might be happening and, uh, and we'll stay tuned to the posies Instagram for that. And then also these shows, uh, starting the 16th, 17th and 18th, uh, both in Seattle and in Bellingham. Thank you so much, Ken. Yeah, thank you. And look for a new Posies record in uh, 2022. We've got it done now. So that's going to happen. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 